0: region, and welcome. This is Gomo tonight, and thank you for coming along with us for yet another episode here in the space lounge of your only locally focused weekly comedy, thought-provoking podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts
1: Zoe Roten Heinsman
0: and Sam Abbott. Thank you, guys. Wonderful to be here. Nice to see you again. Um, it's it's really great to be here for our 14th episode. And those of you who were along for the ride in episode 13, y- you know, may remember, or, or excuse me, episode 12, I believe it was. So two episodes ago, right? Fashion was our fashion episode. Yeah, the fashion yes. episode. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so we're, we're recording this for the record on the 27th. This is Thursday, the 27th. We just released episode 13 earlier today. Last week, um, we released episode 12, which focused heavily on winter fashion, in which I, I explained to people that. You know, your your fleece pullovers are pajamas and, you know, uh, no, I didn't say I did say throw away your north face, but um, I didn't say um, throw away your fleece pullovers, but just that they're pajamas like they're not that's not an outfit. Like, don't 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 do that in public. Right. Um, so those, those who may remember that may notice what I have on this evening. I am I am indeed in I am dressed for the for warmth bad. and not yeah. look good <laughs> or, or, <anymore>. <laughs> or bed exactly and i did this on purpose just to kind of be a prick um but um we did the the reason that i'm the reason that i'm dressed like this in the first that's why i kept that's why i didn't change um because i c- i could have changed if i if i wanted to but i wanted to feel what it was like to be a real a real person of the granite state i guess um but no we went Um, you know, Zoe and I and and our families and a couple other people went out to a field, um, you know, and, and again, I obviously am not one to typically be going outside in this type of weather, but we brought our families out to a field. We're going to try to do this once a month and just look up at the stars. Not a lot of light pollution in this field. It's very nice, uh, great view of the sky. I hate the cold. It's very cold. It was like 15 degrees. That's it was very cold. Generally too cold for me. And but I did. This is a circumstance where I did not dress to look good. I wore an ugly hat. I um and uh, you know I got two. I still got my two pairs of like really big socks on. I'm wearing long johns, which are just a hideous thing. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Want those to be this? You
1: need. This is why you need camel hair tights. You and get, so, it's but like what I medieval. You know. what I have yeah. is
0: I got I got my Lithuanian wool right here, Lithuanian. and then I got like my Long John, yeah. and I got my over here. And not only is this fleece, it's not it is not like Lands End or North Face for the record. It's actually London Fog, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got like a half an inch of this fake. This is not beaver pelts for the record. Um. <laughs> It's got like half an inch of fake fur lining in this. So this is a garment that is too warm for anyone to wear. Um, And I, so I had it on out there. So yeah, so I am sweating balls in my house right now uh, for this episode. I do have to say, you know, don't wear this kind of thing for looks. I I mean, I think I'm kind of pulling it off a little bit, but I'm not going to start doing this or anything. (laughs) So, just a little a thing, and and so by the time people listen to this, this will have already happened. But we may or may not be getting a storm this weekend. The oh, coast right. is definitely going to get a storm. Well, you, did you miss the whole storm thing? No,
1: like I I keep thinking it's like settled, and then I realize that it's not settled. Like, it's, oh, no, it's no, definitely no, it's not, still like, may or may not
0: no like bill of the high nelson forecast like he thinks at the moment like four to eight maybe you know so i mean we're gonna get some snow but there was a time when it was like we're getting a minimum of a foot and maybe more than that and that doesn't appear to be the case right now but everybody keeps saying but it could change but it could change i i actually i inadvertently pissed off um (laughs) a wmur weatherman wow (laughs) Um, that's earlier today. That's,
2: that's an even more uh you know interesting who did chris piss off this week than it usually is
0: yeah i meant to i meant to bring that up where is this it was we made i made nice to them though because i wasn't actually trying to piss them off <laughs> it was 13 hours ago wmur posted their early snowfall forecast you know it showed us in like the 6 to 12 range or something right and <laughs> i just commented in all caps Stop changing the numbers. I need consistency. <laughs> Kevin Skarupa, who's apparently the weatherman. <laughs> it's back to me. This map hasn't changed once since we put it up yesterday. Dot, dot, dot. Was the caps lock really needed with three question marks? Oh, and wow. This got 30, he got 34 reacts to that, by the way. Oh, and I just wrote back. I was like, Jesus, Kevin, I'm teasing. i mean you've clearly struck a nerve with this guy yeah i'm like i'm like i'm like bro i'm like come on why is the weatherman responding to this like i'm clearly like and granted i know not everybody knows me of course but like come on if i saw that i would i believe i would know that that person was fucking around that that wrote that, but anyways, he he wrote back. He's like, it's tough to tell what people are thinking these days. Like with a wink, you know. And I was like, mm. I was like, Kevin, no shade meant toward you guys. I appreciate the forecasts. And actually, I didn't see this comment before now, but someone else named Jennifer chimed in and said, you'd be surprised at the amount of poop emoji Kevin and the team take, particularly from angry viewers who like to spew hate. Not to mention the misogynistic rants directed toward Haley. Well, I don't even know Haley. Definitely no beef towards Haley. I don't want to be patriarchal towards Haley. Um, and I didn't mean to insult Kevin either. I don't... i never <laughs> yell at the weather net. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I understand. Like, I don't know. I've been around a while. Like, I know meteorology isn't like a... <laughs> Like y- you, you input this plus this equals this. Like it's not that kind of uh, science or whatever. I, I don't, I don't expect that from folks. I, I was just messing around. So sorry for striking a nerve, Kevin. I'm sure you get a lot of heat. Not intentional. <laughs> um,
2: oh, I thought you were gonna make a, a fun joke. Not, not intended. Fun, not intended. Kevin,
0: the meteorologist, gets oh, okay, like a, a lot heat, of heat
1: because the weather. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah, not yeah. Int- yep, not intended, but but I guess it was there. I guess it was there. <laughs> so for this week, our top story in the Mad Duck region, and I do feel. And if you if you were, we've got it. We've got a little live feed going on on our on our sc- each of our screens, monitoring the developing situation. Actually, so if if you if if any of you happen to be on the Peterborough Facebook page on. One twenty-seven at you know nine fifty-six PM or so. You you would remember that there was some news. There was there were some things going on. And as a as an introduction to this topic, which is fraught, um, I just I would like to read a poem that I found online earlier today um, that was written by Conval Senior Kaylee Campbell. Like the latest fashion, like a spreading disease, the kids are strapping on their way to the classroom, getting weapons with the greatest of ease. The gangs stake their own campus locale, and if they catch you slipping, then it's all over, pal. If one guy's colors and the others don't mix, they're going to bash it up, bash it up, bash it up. Hey, man, you talking back to me? Take him out. you got to keep him separated. Hey, man, you disrespecting me? Take him out. you got to keep him separated. Hey, they don't mind. If you're under 18, you won't be doing any tie. I, I am. Hey, come out and play. Where the fuck did you just find that? What is this? That is not actually, um, for the record, a poem from Conval Senior, (laughs) Kaylee Campbell, who, as far as I know, is imaginary. This is the song "Come Out and Play" by The Offspring. Um, I
1: was like F for plagiarism, (laughs) Kaylee. (laughs)
0: That's what I was thinking too. (laughs) She didn't write this. but it describes the situation (laughs) uh, in a way. Uh, So it's, well, so I'm not going to lie. It's not 100% clear what in God's name is going on over at the Kentucky Valley Regional High School over there here in Peterborough. But we have a post here, and this is, uh, as I understand it, the third post by this, this person, Rachel Hope, and the first of which has been she has deleted it for some reason. So that we're missing a lot of information by not having that first post. Um, but I'll, I'll just read this most recent one. Uh, and this is from you know, within the last hour or so. You know, so everyone has asked for proof on anything about my post today. I just got this sent to me. A gun was brought to CV Conval at the last football game of the year. The school didn't do anything about it. And they said they would tell the public, but never did. Here is the comment that the person said to me on what happened in another message from someone else. And there's, I don't know, some kind of document pictured here. And there's, she's got screenshots of messages. And then there's people saying like, no, 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 it was an airsoft gun. Um, That, that isn't what happened. But then there's other posts where like this, this overall, Oh wait! Did she delete the second one too? She, oh, that post just, is done.
2: She just deleted the other one too. Yeah. Oh god! Better. All right. So don't. Wow. don't. Breaking. Uh, Facebook post
0: good, deletion. It's a good thing we were able to 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 record that. Um the wow. only one all remaining.
2: Right. Yeah, it's the classic: delete all the shit that you say and regret on Peterborough Facebook group.
0: Oh wait! The, no, no, no! But I can still see the sorry about my post one.
2: That one's the only one still there. It's the, the apology. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly.
0: right. Or she's <laughs> apologizing for
1: the initial post.
2: Right. Correct. That's the only yeah. one she Correct. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, let me guess. The only laughing face is oh, it's not you, Chris. I figured it would be you.
0: I didn't la- No, no, no. I won't because I I no no no. I I am very liberal with my laugh react and I and I can be very mean about it, but this is like I don't know enough about who is right here for me to stick my neck out with a laugh react yet. Um, so I won't do it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I gave the, this is where I give the wow react, you know, this is a wow react situation where it's like, hmm, you're putting forward something big here, but so the there's like multifaceted allegations here. It seems to be that they're the freshman class is apparently particularly vicious I've I've heard them compared to those little dinosaurs that like in Jurassic Park that all swarm you and leap on you and and take you down that way. Someone like has Wasser said that actors? recently. No, uh, no, no, not no, no, no. The like littler ones. ones, yeah, 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 yeah littler yeah. little okay, ones, right. the little ones one. that are like almost kind of cute, you know. Like, and then they yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: Who's the actor? The Who's that actor? He gets eaten by him in the Jeep by himself. So I think it's the first Jurassic Park. It's a fucking great actor. He's in a show I'm watching reluctantly with my wife. It's kind of funny. The show. <laughs> What's the show called? Oh, it's the what? it's the startup show. You know the show? Startup? Oh, um It's got the it's got Watson from the Sherlock show. He's like the bad guy. You know what I'm talking about?
0: No. Come
2: on. You didn't watch Sherlock? No. With Benedict Benedict Cumberpatch? It's a fucking brilliant show. You didn't watch any of that? Oh those? yeah? No, I never saw that. Well in that show, Watson is this this guy, is you know, kind of a shorter man, blonde hair. He's kind of the badass FBI, I think FBI or I think FBI agent in this show called Startup. And it's it's I don't know, it's 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 pretty engaging. I'm enjoying it. Very suspenseful. But in any case, the ah, losing it. Where was I going?
1: Who's the guy from Jurassic Park that's also in the guy The guy from, Jurassic, Jurassic,
2: Park Park, yeah. the guy the from Jurassic Park is also in it, yes. The guy that got eaten by the little dinosaurs. He wears glasses, bigger man.
0: Nedry?
2: I don't know, about Nedry, that doesn't ring a bell.
0: No, but, but are you mixing him up? No, because I think you're mixing him up with the guy, because he's the guy, he does die from a slightly smaller dinosaur, but it's the, it's the venom spitting one. Oh, you're yes, right, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that there. guy. That's Nedry. I, I forget his real name, but he's in Seinfeld. Yeah, he's, just, he's in a bunch of stuff. especially bunch, yeah. back in those days.
1: He's always Nedry to me. Yes, <laughs> it's his
0: iconic role for. Yes, he, he has that. He has well, yeah. He has some. He has some truly Nedry. iconic lines. Wayne know? Knight. Wayne Knight. Yes, that's his name. Yes, I would have yes, never. Yes.
2: Th- I've never heard his name before. Wayne, Wayne Knight. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I knew I I knew it, but I couldn't r- recall it. He's a badass. But,
2: I like him. He's great in the show too. The new show I'm talking about. But. That's cool. Anyway, yeah.
0: but anyway, that's similar, like the freshman similar dinosaurs. The freshman yes, class. maybe maybe they will swarm you and spit venom on you. I don't know, but they supposedly they're vicious. They got guns. They're they're, they're threatening people with guns. I somebody comments, somebody got a shotgun put to their head. Um, but half, half of them is, may be airsoft guns. So there, yeah. They're, well, there's there's other people chiming in, being like johnny's a good boy you know like i mean i'm I'm exaggerating but that is sort of the tone of a lot of the people on the other hand is like you don't know who these people are they're good kids um no they're not exactly saying that that's the tone is is, is what mm. i'm getting here <laughs> um but the yeah <laughs> there, there's 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 definitely sides here. And there, and that's why these posts keep getting deleted because there's people pushing back, but there seems to be a lot of people who are like, yeah, no, 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 this is real. That's what's going on. It's like, they're not coming right out and saying that they're like gang gangs or like drug gangs or anything like that. So much as they keep using the word bullying that they're like, mm. they're just like pushing people around. I, I don't know what that means. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's, it's very non-specific. I've heard from somebody else earlier in the week that there was like, there was a kid with, with a gun in school and he punched a teacher and another kid who got searched because they were trying to get his vapes. Hopefully no kids, hopefully they didn't get the idea from this program. That's probably what they're, you know, the schools are going to come after us next because they're going to say that we're the ones who are causing the vaping. But, and that's another thing is at the school, apparently as, as I've been told, the, they're so concerned about vaping that they're like following kids into stalls and like they're closing bathrooms if they can't like monitor them prison style or whatever just to stop them. Guys, let them vape. They didn't close the fucking bathrooms for cigarettes back in the day. Like you would get in trouble. Like I'm not saying you were allowed to smoke cigarettes in there, but they would let the next guy come and take a piss. Like they weren't going to you know, like I don't I don't I don't understand that logic. Like someone Someone was or could be vaping and therefore no one can go to the bathroom. Not a good, not a good look, Convel. You really probably shouldn't even be searching people looking for vapes. Like it's, va- it's who gives a shit? It's hard being a kid. You know, maybe they would uh, be a little less violent if you let them vape. But anyways, the kid who didn't have a vape had a knife. So again, lesson, lesson here.
1: I mean, th- we were talking a little earlier about how old I am. Um, and this will definitely date me, uh, but in back in my day, in my freshman year, we still had a smoker's table at my high school.
0: Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: And then it was, it was really? taken away. I mean, you, it was like you had to be 18 to smoke there, you know?
0: Okay. Yeah, so there were wow. some
1: 18 year old seniors and then they, they took that away. They were like, no, we can't Con, do it. But.
2: Has a thing and you're in, you guys didn't go there, but in the cafeteria, there's like this glassed in sort of atrium that's outside and, you know, it's in the, it's not, it's in between the building, right? So it's walled in, uh, but that was where, that was, that was for smoking back in whatever the hell, you know, I don't know when I, not when I was there, I was there. Like uh,
1: like an airport smoking lounge, like glassed in?
2: Like glassed in, like no roof, right? So you're outside, but, oh, okay. but uh-huh. It's walls around and it was glassed in on the cafeteria side. So it was like a little courtyard, I guess, like a piece of yeah. fucking courtyard or something. And that to was to be clear. Smokers.
1: Our smokers table was outdoors. It was not like in the cafeteria. I was picturing it. It in was the a picnic table. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah wow. But- I, my high school is in south <laughs> carolina so there's no like winter to deal with yeah, here true. so no it was yeah, an outside yeah, that was so clear in my mind but i just realized yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's not a thing here.
0: <laughs> not not necessarily clear up, up in, in the frigid north here um yeah massachusetts i think may have done away with on school premises smoking a little bit earlier than both New Hampshire and South Carolina. I'm guessing probably the, my dad always talks about how, when he was in high school, they just had to bring a note from their parents that said that they could smoke. And wow. that, I mean, that, that wasn't, and that it wasn't like no one could get the note. Like it was, like the parents would sign the note. Like it was cool. Like everyone's just like, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever. Everybody smokes, whatever. And I do, I do recall this in 1993 when I was ending third grade and we took a tour of the middle school because the middle school began in fourth grade for a couple, for a few years. They, they changed that in the middle of my tenure there, but that's another story for another day. But we were going to go to middle school the next year and we took a tour of the school and in one of the stairwells, there was a a sign for, it would look like a, you know, a janitor's, I think, in fact, I think I worked at that school later on. And so that was definitely a janitor's closet of some kind. But it, it the sign said like smoke designated smoking area, Mm. um, like in this room. And when I came to the school later in 1993, it was gone, and that was the last I ever saw anything at least in my home district that permitted smoking on campus. When I was in high school, we had teachers that not not many, old they were old, but there were teachers that we knew smoked. But I think that the assumption was always that they had to go like in their car.
2: Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I remember yeah. him. I remember him well. And I, I hated him and he hated me and he was the guy everybody knew he smoked. And then I, I later became friends with him as an adult. He's a nice man. Unrelated to the other friend I mentioned earlier, who was also a teacher of my high school before okay. we got on the show. Yeah. But yeah, the smoking teacher that you always knew you're like, motherfucker, I know you smoke. You go out, on the break, sit in your truck and smoke cigarettes. And maybe I did too at the time. And that's why I was a little hot about it. So I yeah. would have to sneak out back, hide around. The th- it was like a, such a hype, pr- like sneaking out of the school it was so scary, you know? Oh yeah. It was like sneaking room. out of fucking Auschwitz. It's like, they're going to grab me and string me up or something, you know? <laughs> yep. And like, and then you got to make the sneak back in after, right? So you got like a pencil holding the door open or something. You know what I mean? And you like choke down your cigarette, you know, and then like try to whatever, spray some cologne on or something or eat some bubble gum, you know, and then try to sneak back in all nonchalant. Like you weren't just out underneath the stairs out the back door. It was hell, man. High school was rough.
0: I am glad that I I only started smoking cigarettes at the very end of high school. I actually, Uh. I was, I was literally 18 years old. And I was I had always kind of wanted to smoke. You know, it was a it was a, a goal of mine. And <laughs> I was working at the Pheasant Lane Mall at Walden Books and I had several coworkers who smoked. And I was like, Well, I just turned eighteen. And so I went down to Hudson News, if you guys remember those. They're still around, I think. I don't remember them outside of airports, but right that's where they are um yeah they used to have them in the mall yeah that's 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 where they still are yeah they're not in the mall anymore i was just at fesson lane mall the other night and um and i loved it and there is no but there's there's no more hudson news yeah the more i the more i go that's, that's twice in the last 6 months or so that i've been to the mall and 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 actually three if you count the monmouth mall that i went to in new jersey okay i, I I in. I I'm, I'm in favor. We'll have to talk about that in another episode, but I'm 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 really digging the mall. <laughs> anyway, it's it's given me hope. It's given me a little ah, it makes me feel warm inside. But we we should talk we should actually talk about the mall, but not not now. <laughs> I oh went but I went down to Hudson News and I bought a pa- a pack of Dejarum Splash cloves. Oh, they had yeah. a surfer on them. And <laughs> Like went outside and had a butt and oh my God, was that great. But it was, and again, hopefully no kids listen to this, but I don't care. It's, it's actually, you know, really kids, people don't like to tell you this in this, but this is why I quit when I quit. Um, the mutations that happen to your cells that cause lung cancer, primarily happen in people who smoke after the age of 45. Because it's as part of the aging process, your cells mutate more easily. That's how you die in the end of something. And smoking cigarettes after 45. But the incidence of lung cancer in people who quit before they turn 45 is very low, extremely low. So if you want to try smoking butts, there was a New York Times story about how youngsters are are beginning to smoke again and it's like a it it's i i mean i could have predicted this i'm sure i've said things along these lines it's a it's a transgressive thing they're reacting to the safety culture Mm. by smoking which fucking good i i'm actually i really do i sincerely i'm not even joking I, i encourage that push back against that you're young you should not be enmeshed in a a, a bubble wrap of safety. You shouldn't want that. You should want to take risks and be dangerous. You're young. You can get away with it when probably they're, I mean, they are called risks for a reason. They're, they I'm not, you know, you can't hold me liable for this. I'm not guaranteeing your, again, I'm not guaranteeing your safety. That's the point is if, if you can't, if you can't kind of put yourself out there and, and do some things while you're young and your safety is not guaranteed you're going to get old when you can't really get away with it. Okay. But nicotine was really good for me. I wasn't, I wasn't angry. The, the, as I grew older in high school, I became a really angsty teenager and marijuana and nicotine were the only things that alleviated that. And they were very, like I would have been much less. I was a lot angrier before I started the cigarettes and I was less angry after, but, I never, because I was, my mother has a nose uh, where she just like, I could smoke that cigarette at work and go home hours later and she'd be like, why do you smell like cigarettes? I wasn't even smoking a regular cigarette. I was smoking a a fancy smelling clove. And she's like, I might as well have been smoking a Marlboro red five minutes before walking in the (laughs) door. My mother would know, you know? And she was not a person who was going to write me a note. Let me tell you, Um, (laughs) he was not okay with this. So I had to avoid getting caught. And so I, so I minimally smoked. So I never in that three months before I graduated, like I never smoked enough that I needed it. Like I could get through the school day, you know? And I'm glad about that because, uh, because again, and not to say that, especially in those days, I wasn't running out the door and sneaking out, but, I liked it, it was a thrill and it was really dangerous to do. And there was a great chance of you getting caught. And I wouldn't have wanted to have to take that risk daily. I, I wanted to save it for when I was, I don't know, going out to breakfast at Parker's Maple Barn or, um, you know, going to somebody's house, probably to smoke weed, like, you know, something <laughs> worth it, you know? But, anyways, Ease off the kids with the vaping. It's not the end of the world, God almighty. Cuz they they are going to they're going to spite you by turning to cigarettes and I know you don't want that. I think it's healthy, but you don't want that. So <laughs> whatever. But what Anyways, about, these what kids are the violent. Guns? And
1: yeah, ter- turn to cigarettes or guns is right. What's
0: <laughs> happening. Well, ex- exactly like honestly, we should be trying to alleviate it for these kids. Clearly there's uh a lot of tension and it's unsurprising because I I have been saying this so often for a, a while now that I am getting sick of hearing myself say this, but I have felt very strongly that the conditions of the last couple of years make it inevitable for people to be like, for, for there to be like slightly more like fights for like, for people to be a little bit more willing to like jump to if not physical violence, certainly verbal violence. Like people are really at their, at the end of their rope. And I I do think that that includes kids who honestly kind of tend to be at the end of their rope anyway, because that's just, God, I, I am so glad I don't have those hormones running through me because those things really do. I mean, we we know this in many different ways whether it's it's the aging process as opposed to um you know puberty at the beginning whether it's anabolic steroids even whether it's if if you're prescribed steroids for if if there's a different kind of steroid whatever they have a very uncanny like i can i take prednisone i hate taking prednisone because it like distorts my brain and makes me into a just absolute wretch. Like it turns me into an awful person. Just a little, just a little pinch of prednisone changes my whole personality. Little pinch of void rage. Yeah. Steroids, which are synthetic hormones and hormones do this to people. And looking back again, basically up until I was 25, I was like, wow, like you got a handicap. Like your brain is producing chemicals that, Naturally, especially, and this is this is not intended to be like some kind of genderist comment or whatever, but especially the hormones of young males, um, which is predominantly high levels of testosterone. It, it's uh, and and I as I get older, like I I'm looking into ways, legal and otherwise, to like make sure that I maintain a healthy level of testosterone because that. Postpones the aging process for real. Can be a little dangerous, but it does do that. But I am so glad that I don't have those kind of levels because that was a tricky time. You kind of, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to be clear headed when your brain is full of that shit. And there's nothing you can do. You can't, you just got to go through it. So I don't know what's going on at Convale. I applaud, um, uh, a guy named uh, Scott Thompson, race car driver, um, who, it, for quite correctly pointing out, I'm going to read his comment. I'll paraphrase it a little bit. Um, saying, "You know, sounds like things have increased a bit since I went there, but this sort of thing, for the most part, has always happened. The gun thing is fairly new, but the real question is this: Why is it happening? And I can tell you, the answer isn't movies and video games, like some people believe. Yeah." Yes. I, yes. On, on both counts. The real question is, why is it happening? A lot of directions we could go here. This is an affluent community. That's not to say that everyone is wealthy, but it is, is, does not have the, the kind of prevalent economic disadvantages that tend to produce crime, of, of violent crime even in the youth, even in the youth, drugs. Yes. Rich kids do drugs a lot. That's normal. But, uh, the violence, the, you know, guns and all that stuff, it's a little odd, you know, and we could. but, but there's also just the fundamental questions of like, well, why are kids anywhere feeling this way? Which I feel is always the correct question to ask after a school shooting. It's, I, uh, e- <laughs> Even in my days as like a card-carrying Democrat, I just never believed that the, 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 the guns caused that. You, you, that, that blaming guns, I, I have always felt, is avoidance of looking at the real problem, which is nuanced and difficult and nebulous and, and difficult to answer. Like, well, why are people so mad? In my opinion, it's the same reason that so many people turn to opiates because conditions are fairly hopeless, and hopelessness it, it, any, any drug derived from opium in terms of its immediate effects on you, it's, it, these are good drugs for the condition of hopelessness because they, they make you feel as though, and I, I speak from some experience, uh, they make you feel as though the hopelessness, uh, isn't a problem. It's, you feel warm and fuzzy. You get a big hug. And, um, so that's one way. And then, you know, another, another, Again, these are not good responses. I don't endorse these responses. Cigarettes are okay. Heroin and gun violence <laughs> try to try to stay away from. Um, but the, the, you know another realistic and potential response to hopelessness is violence. and it's lashing out because a lot of times school shootings and, and mass killings in general have a, a very random you know at least some component of randomness to it. It's, it's not a, a vendetta against particular people it's a vendetta against all this and that mm. the, that's where the rage comes from and gets directed towards yeah those those are those are the questions why why do people feel this way and what do you do about that because when we were kids and i was i started high school in the late 90s and ended it in the early 2000s that was the time period when, believe it or not, people always think things are getting worse, but they're not. The school shootings actually peaked in the nineties. And, um, and, and, the, and a lot of the most dramatic ones happened in the nineties. Not all of them, uh, certainly, but a lot of them. And that was the big thing that people said back then. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys remember and many of the listeners remember that it, you know, it was the matrix because of the, the guns and the, you know, Marilyn Manson, the music and violent video games, everything from Doom to Grand Theft Auto. It, it, and these were the things that caused people to do violence. And we we know at this point, we God, I like it's it's like when I see people our age like talking about like like advocating for like the search your bedroom dare to like advocating for dare type programs it's like guys we're the generation that like we won this battle we we got them to see that that was useless that that doesn't help people that it's it's a bad way to approach the problem and you're going back to it and and that's what i fear and i haven't seen anybody our age make that argument but i'm worried that i'm going to at some point along the way and i'm gonna be like no we knew better like firsthand we knew it wasn't that that's not what does it. So, yeah. So I'm glad he pointed that out and like, and you know, he, he does claim that there was a lot of this going on like 15 years ago in at the same school. And maybe that's the case. It
2: was, it was, I think, I mean, maybe not to the same degree with this specific instance, but also having gone to high school there and also having gone to high school during that same period. um, yeah, it was a lot of crazy shit that people were doing and saying and being, and well, most of it didn't make its way into what would now be the Peterborough Facebook group. Right. So a lot,
0: most, yeah, most, that wasn't there. Yeah. That right. Wasn't,
2: that didn't exist. You yeah. know, so most people yeah. didn't know about it unless their kids went home and talked about it to their parents, which they probably didn't, you know, um, unless they had to, or their parents were brought in because, you know, the kids were their kids or what have you. But, um, it was, I mean, there, you know, Pretty, not to get too specific, you know, but there definitely some pretty nasty shit that went on there. And this is, you know, this is fourteen years ago when I graduated. So prior, even prior to that, two thousand four to eight, and um, you know, and again, nothing necessarily against the organization of or the school either. I don't think it's you get you get some bad seeds, and you know, um, unsurprisingly, they also tend to have uh, a bit of influence, right? And like you'd said, Chris, you know, maybe maybe there's one kid who's got a really difficult situation at home or what have you, you know, a lot, you know, a lot going on. And, uh, you know, maybe some other kids there that have similar situations and, you know, maybe this freshman class is, um, you know, coming into high school at a really sort of awkward time, uh, having come out of, covid and all that you know
0: that um, was my first thought where you're like
2: you're sort of transitioning into that as you go through the later later grades of middle school i mean seventh and eighth grade for me were really fucking hard you know and then going into freshman year unfortunately i kind of took the you know the 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 downward trajectory and things got worse but but i think even for for kids that were you know better suited um to the, the socialization of going into high school it was still really difficult you know um and so having been kind of robbed of seventh and eighth grade to whatever degree they were, or even just having it be so chaotic and uncertain, uh, imagine transitioning into high school is, uh, it's intimidating, you know, especially here, I think for at least it's by bias, it's my own experience, but, um, you know, you have two large sort of semi regional middle schools that converge into one, you know, talking relatively, but large high school. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, that's a lot to kind of swallow and, in ninth grade especially in 8th grade where you kind of finally started to get to a place where you feel you know to some degree like you're comfortable socially and then you just get fucking thrown into the mix at Conval you know but uh so maybe they're all you know kind of pooling together and trying to you know make make their way and uh, you know threatening fucking seniors in the bathroom with shotguns <laughs> I really don't know it sounds it sounds pretty severe but in any case again you know, without being very specific, there was a lot of shit that happened back then too. Just kids didn't necessarily get caught as often.
0: Yeah. And I, I do, I also do, you, you raised the point that I do want to be clear about because a lot of what is being thrown around in some of these accusations are alluded to or implied or whatever, is that the school is not doing enough or they're letting this happen, things like that. For the record, and, and and I have been a critic of the schools on other issues, so I, I'm not automatically going to rah rah wave the flag. But I, I'm going to give the school the benefit of the doubt on this one. I, I don't I don't buy that. I'm sorry, those of you who say that. I'm not trying to throw shade at you personally, but I until I see some kind of proof that that's true, that there was like there was something that the school there was actionable that the school really should have done something about that they did not. Or, or something, God forbid, something happens that, that later turns out was preventable from the school. I'm not going to make that accusation. I. It's the, the school has no interest in sweeping that under the rug uh, uh, and letting that go, especially these days with uh, records being what they are and uh, accountability. You know, that, that nobody wants to to be liable. For things down the road. In fact, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the things that school administrators think about the most is liability and what they're liable for, and, and when making these kinds of decisions. So, I, I don't. I just don't believe that. I, 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 until I find out otherwise, I am going to believe that in all of these cases, the school is doing all that they can, and I certainly believe that there's only so much that the school can do.
2: I think the one the one thing I saw in there that somebody said was that the school is uh, aware of these things happening, but not communicating it to parents or the community at large. And I don't, I'm not sure what, to what degree they're sort of able to communicate, at least not the specifics, right? Because we're talking yes, about these are that's children. a good point. But, yeah,
0: but it's it's a really fine line. You're absolutely right because they can't just the shoot out right. an email,
2: right? And, hey, by the way, you know, just letting everybody know that today we did find, you know an airsoft gun and the kid the kid did you know strike teacher in the stomach and you know another child was had a shotgun held to his head in the in the upstairs bathroom today (laughs) yeah those (laughs)
0: things maybe do warrant an email i mean they kind of do i i I, I sort of agree that you probably should send out a notification i mean
2: christ of of some kind but i mean it's at the same time too like i don't know i don't know it's a it's a like you said the thin line what what's what's helpful and what's not right? And getting everybody hysterical, Absolutely. which they obviously weren't able right. to prevent anyway, isn't helpful, you know, I would say. But people do have a right to know. It's tricky.
0: It's yeah, it's a tricky thing. So developing story, I guess. I don't maybe we'll find out more about this. Maybe we won't. Hopefully there's no further incidents. But we will, of course, continue to cover whatever we can here at Goma and, and on the Gomo tonight podcast. Let me just wrap up this topic by saying to any, any youngsters who might be listening to this and, and, and thinking about taking up a a, addictive nicotine habit, sorry, (laughs) but just in general being serious, I'm sure it does feel hopeless. These are kind of dark times. We're a nation, maybe a society, definitely a nation in, in a bit of decline from where we were Your generation in particular, I'm not going to lie to you, is especially screwed. Like the kids younger than you are even going to have it better than you, probably. Like you got bad luck. Like it's, it's true. And I, and I hear that. And it's a tough time. You got the hormones. You're kind of, maybe you don't think it, but you are sort of half insane all the time. And, and props to you for getting up and going to school and doing the thing while being half insane all the time. I'm, I'm glad, you know, better you than me. But th- that doesn't mean that it's hopeless and that doesn't mean that you can't beat the odds and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try and that doesn't mean that you have to go drastic because if you just... Some of these things that that seem like real, big, immediate emergencies, they're going to fizzle out if you if you just kind of hang on. And so try to avoid the worst of the decisions. And if you need an outlet you need to blow off a little steam i understand that that's a very normal teenage thing to do just try not to do anything too bad you know there's that that's all we can say and cuz i can't i can't give you like a trite answer about like follow the the path of stoicism you know or or um, or you know some spiritual tradition or something like that because like i none of that Is is a sufficient answer, and certainly not to a kid. So, it's there's there's nothing you can really say other than just I don't know. Hang on, try to keep living. Try to keep everybody else living. Don't get expelled. Don't don't give up entirely. And frankly, if you're from this region, you're you're probably at least lower middle class, which puts you above like forty or fifty percent of the people in the country. So, try to. Take advantage. Do what you can. That's all all any of us can do. This episode of GOMO Tonight is brought to you by Boxes Tea for the construction worker in all of us. Some of us men like a good cup of tea, but insecurity and toxic masculinity are real. We are working to end the patriarchy, but until that day comes, how are we to deal with the inevitable insecurity of enjoying such an effete British-affiliated beverage? Boxes tea comes riding to the rescue like John Wayne and Gary Cooper in a warehouse. That's right, with tea bag tags in the shape of a hammer and a package covered in ultra-masculine cardboard boxes stacked up on one another. Nobody's going to mess with you in your teacup. Maybe you don't give a damn what people think about your tea-drinking habit, but that Lipton just doesn't have the gut punch you're looking for. Maybe you're an office worker, but you know you need to get in touch with the blue-collar man inside of you. Maybe you've read one too many sayings from a yogi tea bag, and you want to drive into a tree. Settle down. Take the keys out of the ignition. Box's Tea won't give you any advice about the universe, just the aesthetic of cardboard, demolition, asbestos, and back injuries leading to painkiller addiction. And it's made with the finest, strongest, most muscular Irish Assam on God's green earth. Try telling Mikey from Southie he's a pansy for drinking Box's Tea and see what happens to you. When the tea room at the plaza turns you away for your torn t shirt, car hearts, and work boots, look no further. Boxes Tea for the construction worker and all of us. And if you, like Boxes Tea, would like your product, service, function, event, or even just your own personality to be featured as a sponsor of this program, let me tell you bang for your buck. There's nothing in this region that gets you more attentive ears and eyes than we do you, you know, and and we're going to cost like, I don't know, 2% of, of what it would cost you to run a little thing in the newspaper. So just try to think about that. Reach out to us, reach out to Sam, reach out to any of us. Honestly, we'll have our email addresses in the thing, but trust me, nobody's ever going to skip over these ads. They just, they just don't want to miss it. So please reach out to us again. Thank you boxes T for, for sponsoring this program. And, uh, we uh again as i always like to remind folks out there who might be teetering on the edge people are booking the sponsorships here book us before your competitor does because that may be a leg up that they get over you that you never compensate for we don't want to take that chance so now let's uh let's move on we've got some uh some uh, I, the the paper has we got big headline news big, in the I'm, in the paper this week.
1: So, you you know, I, I feel like this is like a running thing. Every week there's something in the paper that truly makes me laugh out loud. Um little article sometimes, often, but today, well, this is in the Tuesday paper, but this week it is the special supplement about well, it's it's titled The Wait Is Over. And if you're wondering what we are now done waiting for, it's the bridge that, that opened six weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad we have this official declaration. We are now done waiting. The, those few of us who were just hanging on those last six weeks, just not ready to, to take that left turn and drive <laughs> over that bridge.
0: Did they not see our Facebook Live video? They must not have. I mean we reported it we 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 said that 6 weeks ago. I mean the
1: the picture that they have even includes some some of our competitors taking films and videos and photos of the bridge opening. Wow. Whoever they may be, whoever um, they may
0: be. Are you sure they're not just citizens, like civilians? Like
1: Maybe they're civilians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of who, who else. Who, who no, are? No, it was just a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> just a small joke. I, was, I mean, well, you know, you know, my my streak that I have within me. I'm like, who? Who? Oh, who yeah. are they? <laughs> I want their names. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, there's a few articles commemorating the occasion. Uh, one talking about how the project should be totally done this summer, one talking about how Main Street businesses in Peterborough did not, they don't think that they had trouble because of the bridge, but they're not sure because of COVID. But probably not the bridge, they they come to the conclusion. <laughs> so the bridge remains blameless and safe for us all.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, and it is possible that I may not be sufficiently in touch with some of our like senior population, but during the time that the bridge was out, I never heard anybody in any circumstance be like, I was going to go to that thing in downtown Peterborough, but I am not fucking driving around that bridge. I'm not going (laughs) screw that. Like, where are you going to go? Wait, where are you going to drive an extra like fifteen minutes to Jaffrey or something? Like you going to go to Keene? God forbid. You know, like, uh, like. I, I mean, that so that that always was a strange theory to me. Um, I, I mean, I get it. Like the 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 only people I really felt bad. For, well, no, I don't really feel bad for anybody because it's like I feel like the only people who might have been most negatively impacted by would be like people in like the roys area like right there like yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to the bridge because it's always a a construction zone about the bank? but i used to live down there man and they were always hopping like they like roys didn't suffer from the bridge you know there was those those parking spaces were always full every day all day long just like and they still are yeah i
2: don't know if they did the bank any favors
0: The bank. You're right. The bank probably didn't. The bank
2: got kind of um, fucked on this whole thing. You know, unsurprisingly, they put the building up for sale too. I'm kidding by that. It's it's probably not correlated at all. But, but trying to get into the bank. I mean, you're like, where the fuck do I go? And they're like, oh, yeah. the big sign says, like, park around the back, walk in through the back door, ring the bell twice, come in, say hello, and then walk around and come through the store. And you're like, well, fucking A, do I really want to go to – I mean, nobody wants to go Yeah, to see, that
0: bank. is something I would cancel doing. Yeah, I'd be like, right. man, I'm not, I'm not going I to
2: mean, I
1: mean, I will not go to the bank for, like, any old, like, any <laughs> no, For less than that. Right.
0: Yeah, for less than like, that. I yeah. Much less than that.
2: Anyway, and I'm probably not going yeah. to, but now I'm really not. And I mean, right. I've, I've even thought, I mean, and it's my fucking bank Am my bank there. And I'm even like, I might go to Milford, you know?
0: I mean, I thought that the <laughs> I thought that the parking and the access to that place was weird and bad before. It was. The bridge, like, blocked them off. Like, they never had a very good, like, frontage parking door, like, setup. It was, it was not ideal. No, it's always been tough.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't go to that bank, so didn't.
0: I don't know. yeah me either so they might Never have been the sole victim but like i don't i just don't know of any other business where people are like yeah I've, I've been avoiding it because of the bridge
1: yeah but then we've got like this nice i don't know collectors issue like a commemorative <laughs> timeline there's like a there's like a picture here of the voters approving the funding you know it's got it's got a timeline all the way back from 1755 when the first bridge was built there um, and then like pictures of the of the pile driver that fell over, pictures of a con- the construction sign, and then you know a reprint of that cover photo, um, uh, with the bridge opening.
0: Wait, oh, they and put the, the and, same, and they, and wait, they wait, got. Wait, wait, hold, on, hold on, they put the same photo in twice.
1: They did. <laughs> a, wait, here we go. We got we got a big one, and then we got a little one to fit your choice of frame. I guess like. Uh, <laughs> You want to you know, save
0: it. And I just, I just want to say to our, our listeners out there, probably not directly to anyone at the ledger, but to our listeners that I, I do there, there are like, believe it or not, believe it or not in my head, I have, I have room for this, right? There, there are times when I'm like, shit, like, are we, are we piling on the ledger too much? Like, are we? Are we jump like I and I I, I have those like I, I do have a conscience. I I I and I have pangs of it. Wow. And then sometimes I'm like, man, are we are we riding them too hard? And then they post a fucking bridge supplement <laughs> six weeks after the bridge <laughs> comes out with duplicate photos, like no new information. Like what <laughs> I mean when
1: I when they talk about those those other articles like the like the car fire, like I'm like they're silly, but I am genuinely delighted that that yeah. someone wrote about them. You know, like there's like a it's it's hilarious, but it also charms me. But like yeah. this, I was like dying laughing, and it, not because I was charmed.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Like some like like like, like the, the new Ipswich car fire and the um like the police log stuff. I mean, I grew up in a small town. I like th- that's normal. That's not their fault. That's just yeah, being yeah. in a small town. That like that's cool. But this isn't, you can't blame this on that. And I know there's nothing going on. We know we've been talking about how there's nothing going on, but like, you still can't blame, you still can't blame this on that. I guess what I'm saying to, to the, again, to the viewers is that the listeners, uh, this is not me. It is not, there, there, there comes a point where it isn't my fault that we're ragged on the ledger transcript. <laughs> I don't mean to, I don't mean to victim blame, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to victim blame in this situation this is absolutely the victim's fault don't do things like like if you don't want me to be mean god just don't open those doors don't leave that open
1: but we did get I, will a new walk, I
0: will walk through it
1: we did you will walk over that bridge
0: yeah i will <laughs> walk the over bridge. yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs>
1: We did We did get a new Seth quote in this supplement, though, if you want oh, that. Oh, shit.
0: What's the Seth quote? Read that. Sorry, Seth. He hates when we mention his name. He doesn't <laughs> listen. He'll, he'll never hear game. this. He doesn't listen to our show on purpose, but yeah. Um, go ahead. Read it. <laughs>
1: the work continues on. The administrative work continues on. We continue
0: to work closely. God almighty. He is the best like poll quote Guy that works for our town, honestly, he he really he should be writing the press talking points for every other public official. Like, I know he like he has no oversight over the cops, for example, right? But if there was like a scandal with the cops, I hope that Chief Gennard like is like Seth, write me out my bullet points for the media. Like, how do we? How do we? Like, what what are we? What do we say? Because he knows, he knows. He's a Sharp motherfucker.
1: I know. I, um, I I always enjoy the Seth quotes.
0: And and yeah. Absolutely. Well, on that note, we are we are closing in on an hour. I think that we so I, I, I don't know if I would call this I don't think this episode was grim, but we, we dealt we dealt with some weighty subjects here. And I, I'll just I want to close it out with the the final stanzas of uh, the former New Hampshire Youth Poet Laureate's poem that we began the episode with. And just—and and this is, is let this, everyone... Is this a real poem? Let everyone take the lesson from this, old and young. It goes Man. down the same as the thousand before. No one's getting smarter. No one's learning the score. Your never-ending spree of death and violence and hate is gonna tie your own rope, tie your own rope, tie your own rope. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you for joining us here at Gomo tonight. Shout out to Chad Patterson, our producer slash soundlord, who has Studio One One Seven available for all of your recording, mixing, and overall audio needs. He's the guy who, and again, I can't emphasize this enough. I know it's alluring to look at our pretty faces and and watch this on video. But if you are, again, a connoisseur, a bon vivant, if you're really looking for the finest things in life, if you know what a flak file is, check out the SoundCloud slash podcast version because he, he makes it so pretty. And we have awesome theme music that I just can't effing figure out with the, the setup that I have, how to add it into the YouTube video. like, it's it's, it's just not good. Um, um, and I know that that I shouldn't even admit that on the air, but I am. Uh, it, so I, I, we, we can't offer any of this. Chad puts it all together for us, makes these awesome audio. So please check that out. He does that. He's also got his own band. The, these guys down by 10, we'll put the link in the Facebook page. They do covers They're They're available for your party, your bar mitzvah, your, um, confirmation since we're, we're covering the religions. Um, your uh your diwali <laughs> yep uh your wait, yacht
1: it, christening
0: your yacht christening oh my god oh they've got the they've got the um the the kenny Loggins and the the steely dan and the um seals and crofts ready uh for that um they yeah so they they are they, are they they're booking gigs they're booking parties everything everything else we 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 are scheming. We got some shit cooking under the scenes. Maybe we'll bring them local later in the year. Uh, we'll see. But check them out. They 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 are there for you. They I I know a guy who um was a friend of mine in 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 those late teen difficult years, and he grew to be very successful in life and owns this gigantic mansion and has and hires a band every like Friday night and has his friends over in his giant pool house, um, which is like the size of my house. And I don't know who the band is that he's hiring, but I bet it's not as good as down by 10. And if you want to get down by 10 (laughs) before I tell my buddy about down by 10 and he starts offering them more than you can ever afford, give these guys a buzz, call them up, call them up. That's our show though. Join us next week. Sign up for our email uh, our email list. We're going to have links in the show notes to writing workshops that we're going to be putting on. We didn't get a chance to talk about that this episode, but please check that stuff out. We're going to be pumping that heavy. If you're interested in writing and and it's, and I want to be clear, we got someone who is a real pro, even, even more professional at the workshop game than any of the three of us. Brian Evans Jones is going to be heading up these workshops. So this is a, this is a real great opportunity. This guy's, this guy's got quite the pedigree. Um, Let's not let's not miss that. So, a lot of exciting things coming up. Couple weeks, we'll have a, a open mic again at the library, second Thursday of every month, five thirty p.m. This is a big year for all of us, and 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 this is just what we already have going. So please come along with us. Please participate as you are able. We love hearing from everybody. Until we meet again, until you rejoin us in the in the plush, smooth seats,